if you're new to this whole world of baby led weaning and starting solid foods, you might still be on the fence as to whether this approach is going to work for you. And if that's the case, I want to send you my free feeding guide called Will Baby Led Weaning Work for My Baby? This is a guide that contains a decision tree map that you can work your way through to determine if this is the right approach for you guys and then when it's time to start. Grab your copy of Will Baby Led Weaning Work for My Baby on my website at babyledweaning.co slash resources. I was doing my breakfast dishes this morning, turned the garbage disposal on, and then heard that terrible noise when you know something is in the disposal, but like you can totally tell the damage has already been done. Sure enough, it was an easy peasy tiny spoon, totally shredded, which if I've learned anything about these baby lead weaning spoons from Easy Peasy is that the garbage disposal and the dog both love them. And I was bummed because it's one of my favorite colors that they make, the light gray line, which is called pewter. But my garbage disposal disaster, I guess it came at just the right time because Easy Peasy is having their annual Mother's Day sale from this Friday to Sunday, so May 10th to 12th. You can get 20% off all of the Easy Peasy feeding gear with the affiliate discount code BLWMOM on orders of $50 or more. So this is a great time to stock up at 20% off because my regular Easy Peasy code is usually only for 10% off. So this bump up to 20% off is nice, but it's just for three days. So head to easypeasyfun.com to grab tiny spoons, their tiny cups, and the best suction mats and bowls for baby lead weaning. They have a really cool new bundle maker on their website if you want to group or piece a few items together or If you just don't want to think about it, then just grab one of the Easy Peasy First Foods sets. It has everything you need to give your baby a safe start to solid foods with baby led weaning. That code is BLWMOM for 20% off Easy Peasy orders of $50 or more now through Sunday, May 12th at easypeasyfun.com. And happy Mother's Day to you. And I know the thought, especially if you're not big into cooking, of like starting solid foods with your baby and needing to buy all this food can be overwhelming. I don't want it to be. Your pantry can be a haven of foods that you already have on hand that your baby can eat. They're all in this episode. Hey there, I'm Katie Ferraro, registered dietitian, college nutrition professor, and mom of seven specializing in baby led weaning. Here on the Baby Led Weaning Made Easy podcast, I help you strip out all of the noise and nonsense about feeding leaving you with the confidence and knowledge you need to give your baby a safe start to solid foods using baby-led weaning. Hey guys, welcome back. In this episode, I want to share some pantry planning tips if you're just getting started with baby-led weaning. Now, when I say pantry, I'm thinking shelf-stable dry goods. Of course, if you're just getting ready for baby-led weaning, you might be at the grocery store. I'm going to do a separate episode on perishables for baby-led weaning, but today I want to focus on the pantry items that I think might be a good idea for you to have on hand as you get started with baby-led weaning. I like to start each of these mini BLW trainings with a baby-led weaning tip of the day, and my tip for you today, like it is a lot of time, is about sodium. Because when we're thinking about canned goods or foods that can stay on the shelf for a while, oftentimes manufacturers will use sodium because of course it is the cheapest preservative, but babies should not have significant amounts of added sodium. So I'd love for you to keep your eyeballs on the food labels. My general rule of thumb when I'm selecting an item that's in a package that I'm going to serve to my baby, I like to see less than 100 milligrams of sodium per serving. Now, there's no hard and fast guidance about how much added salt babies can or should have. We want to keep it as low as possible. I feel comfortable with 100 because most of the foods that I'm feeding my baby do not come out of a package. So when they do, a little bit of sodium is inevitable. But also the serving size that's posted on the labels, that's for adults and babies typically eat less than that. So 
Just keep your eyeballs on the sodium. And let's dive in looking at some pantry items you can have on hand when you're starting solids with baby led weaning. I'm going to be sharing some of the different categories of foods and then some of my favorite items from those foods in this episode, but it's kind of a lot. So I went ahead and made a download for you guys called the Baby Led Weaning Pantry Planner. And I'm going to link to that for the show notes for this episode. If you go to blwpodcast.com forward slash 91, that's where you can find the download that will itemize all of the things I'm about to talk about that I think are handy to have on hand when you're starting solids. And I don't know about you guys, but my pantry, it's always kind of a hot mess. Like I go through there, I'm like, what was I thinking about this? We actually did a pantry challenge. It was a 10-day pantry challenge at the very, very beginning of COVID. And I ended up with some weird stuff in my pantry, but I used a lot of weird stuff from my pantry. And it really showed me that there's almost no food that you can't feed to a baby. Obviously, we want to stay away from added sugars. We don't give honey to babies, but you tell me what's in your pantry and I can probably find a way that you could use it. But since we can't go through everyone's pantry, I went through my pantry and organized categories, vegetables, fruit, legumes, seafood, as well as some dry goods and miscellaneous items that I think you might be interested in. So let's start with the vegetables. You can make literally almost any version of fresh or frozen vegetables work for baby led weaning and make it safe. And canned veggies can work well too. You just have to keep an eye on the sodium. So always look for no added salt versions of canned vegetables. A couple that I love, artichoke hearts. I love cooking, but I just don't like dealing with raw artichokes. There are some canned versions. The can tends to be lower in sodium than jarred artichokes. Um, You still want to make sure they pass the squish test, meaning that if you push the artichokes between your thumb and your forefinger, there's a little bit of give, but artichokes are a great one. This episode is brought to you by BetterHelp. If you've been thinking about giving therapy a try, BetterHelp is a great option. It's a convenient, flexible, affordable, and entirely online experience. All you do is just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist, and you can also switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. I used to think therapy was just for people who have experienced major trauma, but therapy can help you be at your best no matter what you're going through. So whether it's to learn new positive coping skills, set more realistic boundaries, or just show up as a better version of yourself, BetterHelp is here to help. Therapy can help you find what matters to you so that you can do more of it. If you want to live a more empowered life, therapy can help you get there and BetterHelp can help you. Visit betterhelp.com slash weaning today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P.com slash weaning and get 10% off your first month. Beets. I do not love cooking beets. I feel like I'm sounding kind of negative in this episode, not meaning to, but beets are just one of my least favorite foods. I can't stand the smell of them cooking. So when I feed them to my babies, I do it out of a can. Green beans. I love fresh green beans for adults, but no matter how well you cook them, they're still too stringy for babies. You can certainly do certain types of frozen ones, but you can find canned green beans that are very low in sodium. Tomatoes are another great canned vegetable. I know they're technically a fruit, but you can find no added salt versions. When you're reading your labels, you might see like no added salt, low sodium, reduced sodium. What's the difference? No added salt is your best bet. Low sodium just means 140 milligrams or less. Remember, I like 100 milligrams or less. So if you can do no added salt, that's preferable over the low sodium versions. And then reduced sodium just means 25% less salt than the regular version of that. So you do need to read your labels pretty closely because like a can of beans might look the same, but have three different levels of sodium. So just read the labels. When it comes to canned fruit, canned fruit can be a little bit tricky because 
These items tend to have added sugar or syrups, but you can find unsweetened versions of canned fruits. Some of the ones I love are unsweetened applesauce. I love, you actually can get um, cherries that are canned. Some of them come in syrup, but there's definitely cherries that come packed only in water and they're already pitted for you, which is a nice convenience. Jackfruit you can find in the grocery store without added sugar that's shelf stable. Pineapple, I love canned pineapple. I like to do the rings and then cut them in half. Again, make sure it's packed in its own juice, not in syrup. And then canned pumpkin is a great one. You wanna make sure that you're offering your baby the canned pumpkin puree only and not the pumpkin pie mix. If you guys are interested in pumpkin stuff, I have a full episode that I did all about how to use canned pumpkin. That's episode 69. It's called Pumpkin, Five Easy Ways Your Baby Can Safely Eat Pumpkin. Legumes are another great category when you're pantry planning. Legumes are just dried peas and beans. They're amazing foods for babies because they're packed with plant protein and fiber and iron. Now, your earlier eaters, they're not going to be able to pick up the really small sized beans like black beans and kidney beans until they get their pincer grasp, which usually happens by about nine months of age. Some of the really small legumes, they are exactly the size that could occlude your baby's airway when they're early on in eating. So I recommend waiting a little bit till the baby's a little bit older, nine, 10 months. I generally feel more comfortable doing some of those canned legumes also because they can pick them up. But I still will flatten things like black beans, garbanzo beans, kidney beans. I flatten them with my thumb. Um, just like I do blueberries up until the time the baby is one or longer if you feel like you need to. Um, if you're doing canned garbanzo beans, I like to slip the bean out of the skin, flatten it with my thumb. You can certainly find a lot of varieties of no added salt canned legumes that work for baby lead weaning. Some of the ones I love are things like black beans, garbanzo beans, kidney beans, pinto beans, and as always looking for no added salt varieties of those. Next category of pantry items, canned seafood. You might be like, whoa, She's always talking about canned seafood. And if you listen to some of the earlier episodes, I do love talking about canned foods because, I mean, I love fresh and frozen foods as much as the next person, but I also hate going to the grocery store. So if I can have stuff in my pantry when I'm trying one new food a day for my baby, I do it. I have a whole separate episode on canned foods. If you go to episode number 75, that was canned foods that can work for baby led weaning. Check that out. But when it comes to seafood, anchovies, clams, salmon, sardines, tuna, uh, keeping in mind that fish and shellfish are two separate categories of the potentially allergenic foods. But if you're not inclined to make fresh or frozen clams, you can get canned versions. Now, a lot of the seafood is naturally high in minerals, including sodium. So just look for the ones that don't have any added salt, but know that there will be some sodium when you're buying those canned fish items. But have them on hand. When it's time to do fish day, you'll be happy that you have a tin of no added salt, boneless, skinless anchovies on hand. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Now, what about dry goods? So depending upon your cooking and baking abilities or desires, like we all have differing levels of dry goods already stocking our pantry. But a few of the ones that I like for baby led weaning, um, almond flour is a great one, really easy way to introduce your baby to the potentially allergenic food. Tree nut, um, I use almond flour in no added sugar baked good recipes or for BLW pancakes. Oats are another good one. I did a whole episode 47 all about oatmeal and how you can safely feed that to your baby. But things like quick cooking oats or overnight steel cut oats, they all work for BLW. Again, check out episode 47 for more oatmeal stuff. 
Panko, I'm a huge fan of Japanese-style breadcrumbs called panko. They're lower in sodium than traditional breadcrumbs. Go great in baby-led weaning fritter recipes or to roll slippery foods in. Super, super versatile food that you might not have recognized is a low-sodium option. Pasta, of course, regular white pasta is fine. Whole wheat, gluten-free, whatever you want to do. I like the longer-sized pieces that babies can pick up, things like penne or rigatoni or cavatappi. Um, rice is a dry good. If your family eats rice, I mean, I think it's like the hardest baby and weaning food to clean up and it's certainly my least favorite, but rice goes great in a rice patty or a ball or a fritter that you can cook and then have your baby self-feed. Another staple that I like to have on hand are wheat germ or wheat bran. These are high iron powdered items. They're not only great for baking with, but you can also like roll those more slippery baby-led weaning foods in as well. They also have iron. And then whole grains. I mean, check out whole grains like farro or bulgur, quinoa. If you find yourself getting stuck in that potatoes, rice, pasta, carb rut, there's nothing wrong with those foods, but there's lots more carbohydrate-containing foods babies can eat, including whole grains. I like the ones I I usually order them online from Bob's Red Mill. They've got a great variety of whole grains on that site. And just get some sent to your house and then we can chat about how you use them. A couple other miscellaneous foods that you might find helpful to have in your pantry. I like agave syrup. I don't use a ton of it, but if there's a recipe that calls for one or two tablespoons of honey, we don't feed honey to babies until they're age one. We don't do added sweeteners, but agave is considered to be a natural sweetener. Again, use it in moderation, just small amounts. Babies shouldn't be eating a lot of sweet foods to begin with, but having agave on hand is helpful for substitutions and recipes. Broth, I like to do low sodium, no added salt broths, either or super helpful in making soft, slow cooked cuts of meat and just making them safe for babies to eat. You can also make soups and stews. um, So low and no sodium broths work great. Any sort of seasoning, like I like chipotle in the little chipotle chilies in adobo sauce, for example. Some brands are low sodium versions. So just start reading those labels if you want like seasoning mixes. A lot of times they'll just be half salt, but there's ones out there that aren't. Coconut milk is another great canned item. Unsweetened coconut milk adds flavor and fat to your family meals. Again, I know I'm running through a lot of foods here. I'm going to link up that download with all of these same items in the pantry planner download that's available on the show notes for this episode at blwpodcast.com forward slash 91. Another favorite one are prunes, like dried sticky fruits like prunes. Definitely a choking hazard for babies, but you can make a homemade prune puree safely, which is especially helpful for constipation. So I have a blog post called Help My Baby is Constipated. It's one of the most heavily trafficked parts of my website because there's a recipe at the end of that blog for a homemade apple prune puree. I'll link that blog in the show notes again for this episode at blwpodcast.com forward slash 91. And I want to end it with vinegar. Vinegar helps introduce babies to a new taste, a sour But some of the seasoned vinegars, especially like seasoned rice vinegars, will have added salt, but regular unseasoned vinegars do not have salt. And it's a great pantry item to have on hand when you're starting baby led weaning. So again, grab that, download the pantry planner. If you want more detail on all of these items, it's at blwpodcast.com forward slash 91. Thanks for listening. Bye now. From the terrifying power of tornadoes to sizzling summer temperatures, AccuWeather Daily brings you the top trending weather-related story of the day, seven days a week. You can learn a lot in just a few minutes with stories about impending hurricanes, winter storms, or even what not to miss in the night sky. So listen and subscribe to AccuWeather Daily wherever you get your podcasts. That's AccuWeather Daily wherever you get your podcasts.